Starbucks. Um, shout out to Marquette Starbucks. Uh, <laughs> and um, he, uh, he plays in a punk band called Stallones. Uh, their uh, EP that came out earlier this year is called uh, Three White Trashes and a German. He's the German. Um, so, uh, yeah, tell me, you have shows coming up around town? Uh, around town, we just play one two weeks ago. Uh, the Punk Fest, and the next one coming up is tonight actually at, uh, in Oshkosh, the Reptile Palace. Very cool. It's supposed to be a really cool game. Awesome. So, Herman Hammermeister, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ben. Good to see you, man. It's been a long time. How have you been? Pretty good, actually. When was the last time we saw each other? It was like... It was your show at Club Anything. Uh, oh man, that's like almost... That was almost, yeah, like, that was before I was like even really going to shows much. But, um... Yeah, I introduced you to shows. You did, you, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he introduced me to uh, live music. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know live music was a thing ever before that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, but that was, yeah, that was like last November down here. But. Yeah, it's almost a year. Well, what happened ever since, um, I moved out of downtown. I live on the north side, kind of, like by Tulsa almost. Sure. It's a quiet area, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I switched jobs. I'm not in the service industry anymore, but I still work with customers, which uh, can be nice, can yeah. be difficult, can be challenging for sure. Yeah. Um, what else did I do new? For my birthday, which was in August, I got a record player. Oh, very exciting. And the cool thing is my girlfriend bought it for me and she didn't know I was in my uh, Amazon like shopping list for like years now. Oh, wow. So I've never had, I don't know, it's great. Oh, that's Friday. great, yeah. Oh, yeah, record player um, is like a huge, it, I mean, it's a huge investment, like, it's really... It can be, for sure. They're pretty expensive, usually, but but it is, like, I don't know, you feel so pure with one. You're like, oh, I get to listen to music the way it was intended, kind of thing. Well, that's what you go up to live shows for. Yeah, that too, I yeah. For me, the cool thing is you have, like, something like, to collect, something physical, mm -hmm. that, like, in some situations or cases last longer than a CD would. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, what were some... Uh, records you picked up, like, uh... The, the first one I immediately bought was from, like, this French, kind of, like, black metal band. Oh, cool. I think the name is, I probably pronounce it wrong, Alcest. Alcest? Yeah. Oh, I love Alcest. It's a great band. Oh, and they're then, so um, good, yeah. Another one I bought right away was... Well, I pre-ordered the new Opeth record that's coming oh, out soon. Oh, sure. Oh, cool. And I bought, like, a septic flash. It's all, it's all like, just, like, heavier, like, metal like, yeah. towards, like, black metal kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. I actually started getting into that stuff recently, like, more black metal and, like, uh, dark ambient stuff, like, uh, Alcest, Agalock, Opeth, uh, Napalm Death is another good one. <laughs> um, Ulver, really good band. There's some, there's a lot of, like, I, I like, really, like, Shoegazy metal. Sure. I, I like that stuff, yeah. So you're like into like doom metal? Like yes, doom metal, sludge, 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 that kind of Very stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, so much good stuff, but um, yeah, so so you're at Goodwill now, is my understanding. What's your position? Right. Uh, <clears throat> I'm a retail supervisor. Cool. 
Um, it's a pretty cool job. It's, I learned a lot about myself because the difference compared to my last supervisor position was you can't really see everybody and what they're doing. Yeah. That's what I did at Starbucks. I saw everything that happened so I could like tell people to do something and I mean reflecting back that probably wasn't the best thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's like as a leader you don't necessarily want to like comment on everything that happens. Yeah. And the one thing I learned is sometimes you just gotta like trust others. Yeah. So I guess being able to build trust in your team, that's something to learn. For sure, yeah. I like Starbucks is by all means a great company to work for, especially as far as corporations go. Like the benefits are great and um, it's all about positivity and customer connection and definitely it builds a lot of like um, you know, like multitasking skills, like you know, uh, customer skills and stuff, which is valuable. But I feel like it was hard for me to keep up with, honestly. Like, I was with Starbucks for a year and a half, and like, it's just like, I'm not a good multitasker, and I'm a slow learner. I think that's what Starbucks taught me. Is that I don't know. So when you first started with us, and I like oversaw your learning curve, and you just needed to see it in different ways and like give it an extra try. Yeah. You weren't that slow of a learner like you think you were. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's always hard to reflect over yourself, you know? Yeah. I get I get in my head. I get in my head a lot. But um so when you started with Starbucks, you were still back home, right? Germany? Or actually no. My first that was my first job in the States. Oh well, okay, sure. So yeah, they moved to Southern California, San Bernardino County. Oh nice. And uh wow. 2014, I think. Okay. And then my first job I had the following year and started at Starbucks. They were the first ones to give me actually an opportunity to work. Like all the other companies I applied for, they were like, probably like weirded out because I didn't have their green card. I just had like the, um, what's that, the work permit. Oh yeah, right. And they didn't like feel it was worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Starbucks was like, hey, you're great, you're hired. Oh, cool. So, well, that I'm works. For that. Do they have Starbucks at, in Germany? They do, yeah, yeah. They are uh, bigger cities for sure for years, for like many years. Then my home city, Kassel, where literally the year I moved out, they opened up a Starbucks there. So it's becoming a bit. Yeah, like, is coffee like uh, as big of a thing out there as it is here in like Western culture? Absolutely. Um, it's, it's a huge thing, but it's different. So. Up until recently, when Starbucks started blooming up, people would just like, you know, meet up to drink coffee and you know, have some cake or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's more a sit-down thing, whereas here you get like a giant thing of coffee and you just like walk around through Target yeah. and sipping your coffee. And you're on and the run, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's more of like a thing that it's more of like, um, like I, I guess that makes like the actual like social catalyst aspect of coffee a lot more embraced out there than it is here, where like. We're always in a hurry. Like <laughs> we're we're constantly. Maybe it's run. because of the coffee. You're just like yeah. always like oh, oh my god. You know I I have errands. You know like I got this this and this to do. Like I don't know. I feel like um, a lot of us like I mean this could be the case anywhere. But I feel like us Americans we like to like we plan things like to the minute. We we we're huge planners. Like we have like shit to do like every minute of like every hour. I feel, I don't know, that could just be, I mean, I haven't been to like other countries really, so I wouldn't know, but. I compare that to back home, like, sure, people are busy everywhere, but um, it's different, I guess. 
sitting down enjoying the moment. Yeah, There's right. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like slow down, look at a tree. Yeah, look <laughs> at a tree. There's so yeah. many trees out here. Exactly. It's like, you know, ground yourself. Just pick second. one, you know, just, and just look at it. <laughs> you just have to look at it. Um, so, Herman, um, so what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we examine um, love, fear, passion, um, inspiration, motivation, all that good stuff that goes into uh, our artistries and why we do what we do. Um, so, when I first met you, uh, when I started in, at Starbucks in April of 2017, uh, very, yeah, I was like, over two years ago, but it doesn't feel like that long ago. But um, I remember, like, I we kind of like instantly connect. Yeah, we clicked because you were like a big music guy, and I felt like I could like actually talk music with you. Like, I mean, I talk music with like our other coworkers, but like especially with you because you were like in bands like you were like really into like metal and punk music and stuff like it i don't know like uh, it, it was just like i felt like i could you yeah, know we both have like an emotional connection with music yeah i feel like i felt like i could like share like an album like i just listened to with you and be like dude you might like this check this out um so uh i yes and then um you know we uh we'd get together from time to time and uh i saw your band like we said at Club Anything. And um, so, Stallones, um, tell me a little bit about, I guess, like how you found those guys and uh, how you guys, uh, you know, f came to fruition. <laughs> well, I found the Stallones, like I found my last band in California through Craigslist. Uh, oh, I was yeah. like, hey, I'm in town now, I need a band. It's a useful tool. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It's how, it's, found, it's how I found my roommate. Which is absolutely great. Like, this is like, like you said, useful tool. Um, it can be awkward at times too, like I got a phone call from a guy once, he was like playing his drums, trying to talk on the phone, like I couldn't understand what you said. Yeah, right, yeah. And eventually sent me his address and I uh, went to his house, I mean it was a little sketched out at first, but I was like, whatever, I mean, could be good. Yeah, <laughs> right, give it a try. He's a diehard practice guy or something. And I got there and like, he literally had an empty house with a couch and a drum set. Mm. That was all he had. <laughs> Yeah, wow. and I mean, he was a nice guy and everything, but I didn't see myself having a band with him because I couldn't like hold a beat for like more than four or five measures. Mm -hmm. That was difficult to work with. I'm not saying I'm a professional or anything, but far enough, no. But it was. It was I know tough. what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's a matter of gauging where someone's at, you know, which is fun. Yeah, and then I found this other band. Um, this guy asked me in to practice with them, and I practiced with the guys, and they loved me right away. And um, one of them was like, really trying to work really hard. Uh, eventually, that band kind of like dissolved as it was, but the drummer Mario, he had like another band he invited me to play in, mm -hmm. and it was the best thing ever. Like that was my metal band in California. Um, love those guys. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, it's, it's like just heavy, like kind of deathcore kind of oh, music. Cool, yeah. Lots of beatdowns and it's probably like a shit ton of fun to watch and everything. Yeah. Absolutely, like I just remember like one of I made it a point to like headbang on stage and like practice that or like whenever we hung out. Mm -hmm. 
Escalian. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, uh, the crowd's reaction, like whatever you have a mush for going forward, one of your shows, that's when I know like this is working out great. Mm -hmm. um, now my current band, again, I found them on Craigslist. Mm -hmm. uh, I was hanging out with Mike. He had like a little metal project he started. So I was uh, playing with him and Cole, another guy, and um, we didn't have much time to practice as much anymore. And then eventually Mike asked me if I wanted to be in a band with his cousin. Oh. I was like, sure, yeah. And nice. he was like, yeah, our name is The Stallones. So I was like hanging out with them, sure. practicing. I picked up the songs really fast and we've been playing ever since. That's very cool. Well, um, yeah, um, around, like, what was around the time you joined the band? Probably like a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. yeah. about that time. That's dope. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess like, uh, how long have you been playing? Like, in your life? <laughs> so, I always say, like, whenever someone asks me if I like soccer, I tell them, no, I don't like sports. I mean, mm -hmm. just because they're from Germany doesn't mean I like soccer, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I do watch it occasionally, but it's not something I really actively follow. Yeah. And, why I tell people that is because I did play soccer in um, middle school. Yeah. And uh, I watched um, Kings of Rock by Tenacious D. Oh, right. And that movie inspired me. You know, oh start God. a band, you know, it was yeah. just the best ever. And so I picked up the guitar that we had in the attic, she fixed it up because it was like all messed up and broken. And I've been playing ever since. I started when I was 14. Mm. So it's been 14 years. Were you like, um, when, like, around what was the time, like, you started getting eager to, like, once you picked it up, be like, I want to be in a band. Like, I'm ready to start playing, like, with people and stuff. <clears throat> Pretty short after that, man. Mm -hmm. After I realized, like, there are easy ways to, like, start things. You don't have to be, per like, you don't have to be perfect to, like, write a song, right? Yeah. And then I had another buddy, he played the bass, and I was like, hey, we should hang out and play. We and should totally rock. <laughs> <laughs> that was so hard for me, my very first band practice. It was so difficult to just start after he counted to four. Yeah. So it's one, two, and then I started. He was like, no, dude, swing to four. <laughs> and I was like, one, two, three, four, and I started. I was like, no, that's not quite it. And yeah. That was my first band practice. It was beautiful. It was. It probably sounded awful, but I was in the basement of like another band, and we used their equipment. And that was like a punk band. Their name is Poolless Ani, which okay. translates to itchy ass. Itchy ass. Shout out itchy ass. Yeah, I don't know if they play anymore. That was like a <laughs> punk band back then in right. Germany. Right. That was pretty cool. Just in case they come across this and they're like, "Hey, Herman's out there." Just remembering good times. Yeah, 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 for sure. In terms of like um, the kind of music that you wanted to play, like, did you have the idea that you wanted to like go into like more hardcore, like punk and metal stuff, like once you started? Um, every time I I start when I started, or still now when I write a song or when I think about how a song should be going, I'm trying to imagine like how would I react to the song when I hear it mm -hmm. when somebody plays it. I want to create songs that make people move, you know, just like energize them, you know. Just, yeah. Like I said earlier, whenever you see Moshpit in the crowd, it makes me happy. Oh, yeah. And just like that engaging, that's something I'm looking for. Yeah, totally. I used to be like terrified of mosh pits. Like, well, it can hurt, yeah. Oh, yeah, really. Like, but, <laughs> and my first punk show um, that I covered. 
uh, for breaking and entering was um, Mud Dog uh, at Bremen Cafe. It was back in like March, and uh, it's a it's a tiny venue. Very very yeah. It's literally just like a ledge with a bleacher and like a small little like just a, like a space. Um, it's like a it's like a place that like you would go for like. Um, it, it has a space for like an intimate singer songwriter show, let alone sure. like a hardcore band. But um, yeah, like I was just standing on the bleacher the whole time, like when you know everyone was going fucking nuts, like throwing each other across the room huh? and shit. And like, <laughs> like dude, like I, it's like I'm a sensitive dude. Like I don't like getting you know roughed around and stuff. But then like the first like mosh pit I ever jumped into was actually recently uh, at High Dive, which is pretty much just as small as Bremen is, like, in terms of, like, the crowd space. But it was, like, when I was a lot more... That was recently, so I was a lot more, like, accustomed to, like, live shows and, like, you know, being comfortable spatially. Because, like, that's, that's sort of, like, the live music aspect is, like, you know, you're... You know, we're working with what we have here, and this is everyone's release. We're just trying to have fun. We're trying to get hype. We're trying to, we're drinking. You know, we're we're here to have a good ass time. So that was when Sex Scenes was playing, another punk band out here, and um, and yeah, like then I was like pushing people. I'm like you know what? I don't. I'm not used to. This is new to me. I, I don't push people normally, but <laughs> this is fun. This is cool. So um, <laughs> so it's like. It's definitely something that, like, you're not comfortable with, like, right off the bat, but then, like... It'd be weird if you are. Right, yeah. Then it's like, maybe you uh, have some uh, some internal shit you need to, you need to work through. <laughs> but, but like, um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's... But, like, I don't even really listen to, like, a lot of punk or metal music, like, um, just sitting around at home doing nothing. Like, I like it for the live aspect of it. That's what's, sure. that's what I really enjoy. And like, those I are some of the most fun shows to cover. Cause like, I'm, I'm, I'm used to, I listen to music to chill out less than get hype. That's what I do at home too. Like when I, when I, uh, metal music at all, it calms me down more than it gets me pumped. It's like, like other songs that get me pumped, like whatever, I don't know. Like, I can't think of a song specifically right now that I can be pumped, but it's mm-hmm. usually not metal. Yeah. Like, all those like fast blast beats and all this like shouting and growling. Yeah. I don't know. It has something soothing to me. You're just sitting there and just yeah. Being... It's, like, <laughs> it's like when you watch a war movie and you hear all like those gunshots in the background. Uh, yeah. There's something calming to it. You know, it's like chirping or something. I, I mean, hey. Teach their own. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, like, I mean, yeah, like, especially, like, if I'm, if I'm, like, listening to a metal album, like, I can, when I'm sitting in my room, like, that'll be my sort of first exposure to it, where, like, I'm like, okay, I like this, you know, this is really good, or I can decide this is not for me, but, but largely, I also kind of determine, hey, this would be a really fun show. Like, this would be really awesome to be at and see live. Um, so, so, I mean, there's still, like, um, by all means, like, there's still merit to, like, listening to it, even if you're not, like, you know, getting hype to it, which, I mean, for you, that clearly works pretty well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's just, there's, 
two kinds of ways to listen to music is to chill out or to get hype, I guess. Sure, absolutely. Um, that's the great thing about technology nowadays. Like you're not limited to one thing anymore and like things you know. Like when you go into a record store, you usually go for things that you kind of are familiar with. Yeah. Um, when you browse YouTube or Spotify, it's like you can like stumble over things you would have never thought of listening to, and you yeah. actually enjoy it. Right. Yeah. That related artist tab on Spotify is a, is huge. <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolutely. It, you can just get lost in it. It's made it. It's made it so much more accessible to us to. You know, find new ideas and find new taste. Sure. Like, exp it, Spotify alone is great for expanding taste. Um, so, what do you listen to to, to chill out then? Uh, it's a tough question. Let's just look at my Spotify playlist. Do it. Yeah. Let's 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 see what we got. Let's see. So, like the first things that pop up were I just was on a black metal streak. Mm -hmm. So it's like uh, the Spice Icon is actually more like a deathcore band. Okay. It's very, very if you like fast beats, you should definitely check them out. Okay. Great. For sure. Um, Batushka, that's like this Polish black metal band. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, it's not very fast or anything, but the way they present themselves on stage is like they all dress up like like Russian Orthodox priests. Mm -hmm. Everything's like golden and there's fire everywhere. It's, it's really cool to look at. Awesome. And it sounds great too. Um, that's cool. Strawberry Girls, it's a really cool band. It's like more like an alternative kind of like, it's a rock band for sure. Yeah. Um, kind of like math rocky. Oh bit. yeah, I like that stuff a lot. Yeah, it's good. Oh, Smino, I love Smino. Smino, He's oh, so fucking good. Smino's amazing. Yeah, some of the best Chicago talent coming out of right now. Um, something else that's really cool is Zeal and Ardor. Okay. That's like like a mix of blues and black metal. Oh, okay. So there's a theme, like whenever there's black metal involved, they kind of tend to enjoy it. Okay, sure. Yeah. One of my favorite punk bands uh, out here, actually, is a band called Snag. Snag? Yeah. They're like very, very like political, like environmentalist punks. Um, their shows are fucking amazing. I mean, it's, it's, it deals with a lot of like, uh, their music deals with a lot of like climate grief is sort of their, uh, their... Um, like overarching like message um, really like calling for us like in the community and people at their shows or anyone listening to just like care about our planet because it's burning down right now like so literally it's melting it's burning down it's sure. being destroyed by cap capitalism and everything so yeah. I mean, we all are a little bit at fault I guess oh we are it's but like and that's that's a key thing to remember is like we're never not going to be contributing to it. It's just a matter of how can how we can reduce it. <laughs> keep it there as long as yeah. we, keep it here as long as we can. Just buy things used. Buy things used. Yes. Just make things live for as long as the thing can. Yes, and uh, please fucking recycle. <laughs> fucking recycle. Starters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Right. Um, yeah. So, and in, in terms of. Uh, the band and uh, what you guys are working on, like, uh, yeah, I guess, like, what is a uh, what's up? What's up with Stallones right now? Besides your show tonight, obviously in Oshkosh. Since we don't have any shows planned in the next um, few weeks, for sure at least, uh, we're trying to start recording more again. 
we um, our singer Max, like he's usually the most active one about promoting the band because he's great at it. He's first of all a very fun yeah. guy. It's and an art form. <laughs> it is for sure. Yeah, like he does a great job. So he um, was working with one of the guys from the band uh, Whitaker. Okay. So local band as well, and he has like a studio at home, so we'll be recording there. What do you like playing? What do you like about playing in Milwaukee? If I compare this to where I played in California, is we don't have to do here. We don't have to do like pre-sales and stuff because that's just a rip-off. And in many cases, yeah, it's like yeah. you are in charge of like 20, 30 tickets. You have to sell them, and if we don't sell them, you have to come up with the money for them. Yeah, because that's kind of like I don't know. That's bullshit to me. Yeah. If you if you provide a show, if you play a show, you don't necessarily. I don't necessarily need to get paid, but if we have like one or two drinks, the house is cool. I don't care about it. Right, yeah. But if we draw a crowd of people to come in, it's great. And it's something I like here. It's just fun. Yeah, yeah, it's just it, fun. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah um, how is it different than playing in Germany? Or I guess how is how is live music and like. Is it like, you know, I guess how is the culture, how does it take in live music differently than it does here? I guess here people are getting very passionate about things very fast. Mm -hmm. That's a cool thing in a way. Um, back home, it's, it's, whenever I went to like a larger music festival, we do lots of things where you just camp out for a week. Yeah. And then you go, watch the band at the main stage and then you go off and you just have a good time while camping with your friends. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. And that's becoming a thing here too now. Oh, yeah. Like it's getting bigger for sure. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. Have you been to a camping festival? Here? Yeah. Unfortunately not yet. I, I haven't either. <laughs> it's, it's so frustrating. Like I'm like so busy with like life and everything that I don't go out to shows as much as I used to anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I used to go to shows like almost like every other day. And now I'm like, to school and working and yeah. just trying to drive a life. Right, right. Trying to give all the balance to like everything that... Plus, where I live, there aren't many shows going around. Like, they're all like happening here in the West, down in the Third Ward, or... Bayview. Bayview, yeah. Or like the X-Ray Arcade now. Have you been there yet? Uh, yeah, I covered a show there uh, only once, but... Um, that was back in like March, but yeah, it's a really cool spot. All ages, um, definitely caters very well to um, a lot of like punk and metal shows. But anyone could play there and have a good show. It used to be the Metal Grill. Really? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The um, the space itself, or yeah, okay. that's that was the name of the venue like a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, uh, the only thing that makes it hard is how far it is, and makes the commute a little tougher for sure. people that like, you know, don't. It's just a thirty dollar Uber. You can do it. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure, right. Um, gonna go ahead. And, uh, you want to go there right now? Okay. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, in terms of other, uh, like, yeah, I mean, there's some there's cool spots that have a lot of more like hardcore shows. Like Bremen does a lot right. of that. And I guess that's like a big difference too. Um, so yeah, at least in my hometown, I don't know how it is for different cities. It's like there aren't as many venues available to like provide shows, and there are here. Like here, every bar has really like little section where you can like set up and play. Yeah. Right. And then 
It's not really a big thing back home. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like quarters? For example. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't need space. You just need a van. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quarters is a good one. Um, I will be going to Sabbatic next week for the first time, and I'm excited to check that one out. Um, it's a great place. When I first played there, he was, like, asking me for, uh, I don't know, my ID or something. I forgot. So I gave him my ID. He was like, is that your real name? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw it on the band's info, like Hammermeister, and I thought it was just like a made-up thing. Mm -hmm. But this is really your name? You, yeah, <laughs> it is, that is a really cool ass name. One time I remember I wore your uh, Starbucks apron because I like forgot mine at home or something, and yours was like embroidered mm -hmm. into the apron. And so some, yeah, and someone thought that like I was like that was my name, and there was like it was some old dude. That was like, you know, I, I think I like um, messed something up and he was like, oh, come on, Hammermeister. And I was like, man, <laughs> like I, it was cool to be you for, for a day, I guess. Cool. It's good to hear. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I suppose. But um, also, um, I definitely want to see you guys again because I would love to do a write up. We were, like, it's so weird that we've been a band for almost two years, but we haven't played a River West show yet. No? Yeah, it's, we were supposed to play one, but I, our drummer had something happening in his like personal life, so he had to like leave out of state, mm -hmm. and so we had to cancel that show. But um, it's still, it's a shame we haven't done that yet. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta get you guys out here. <laughs> yeah, spread the word. The Stallones are around. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, in terms of your guys' uh, songwriting and stuff, uh, like. Um, do you guys have like a lot of music uh, currently, like uh, in the chamber? Like, I guess, like, what do you, what do you, what are you thinking is uh, gonna be recorded once you get down to it? So once we record, I'm pretty sure we decided on two or three songs that we already wrote, and we have, I think Max said he has like three or four songs he has finished already. We just have to like bring them into our practice space to actually like you know make them real, make them happen. Cool. I like the song We Don't Care. It's a good one. Yeah. My favorite song to play is, um, it's called Death Protest Riot Repeat. It's what? What? Death Protest Riot Repeat. Oh, wow. Not exactly yeah. sure what the lyrics are. Well, that's like, that's on me. Like, I can never remember lyrics, like, ever. Speaking kind of to, like, uh, just, uh, the, the, the cycle of people uprising and stuff. I assume so, yeah. It's, it sucks, like, I, I'm in the band and I don't know what the song is about, really. Um, but I think the title speaks for itself. Yeah, right. I think I've, it seems like a lot of your songs kind of do that. Yeah. Um, I know you did that song, like... Oh, we have a song called Pizza Sex Buffet, and it's really not about pizza, sex, or... No, actually, it's about pizza. But there's no sex or buffets involved in it. Oh, damn. Well, um, pizza is cool. Um, <laughs> we like pizza, but... Yeah, I mean, but, uh, you know, I, a lot, there's a lot of bands that, you know, do have very complex songwriting that takes the form of very, like, uh, interpretive um, ways of, like, you know, people deciding what it means and stuff, but sure. I, but, you know, I, it's good, it's good to have bands that are just very straightforward to the point and just, you know, play whatever the fuck is on their mind. Like, for me personally... Lyrics were never really important. To me, the singing was more just another 
instrument, which mm -hmm. is another tool to create, you know, a whole picture. Yeah. I understand that lyrics are important. Right. I understand that lyrics can change the motive of a band. Yeah. For sure. And the theme of a song. But, I don't know, if it sounds good, I like it. Most of the time. If it's good, it's good. That's exactly right. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> you ready to close out, Herman? We had a good talk, didn't we? Yeah, it was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Herman, tell me, um, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? What keeps you up at night? Oh, myself? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a complex individual. <laughs> I don't know, like, I'm just too tired at night to like stay up. Yeah. What puts you to sleep though? What puts me to sleep? Um, being tired. Yeah. That's, it's a tough question. Like, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, I, I ask everyone at the end of the episode, but a lot of people are caught off guard by it. They're like, what kind of question is that? Like, I don't know, like, life, man. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah but. I mean, what physically keeps me up at night is uh, cooking. What puts me to sleep is being bad. <laughs> what do you like to cook? Uh, like stir fries, uh, oh, sure. uh, noodles. Can I come over for dinner sometime? Can I come over for dinner sometime? You can arrange that. That'd be great. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to have have dinner Herman style. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, check out Stallone's and their music. I'll be posting a link. And uh, yeah, go to more punk shows. They're a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, jump into a mosh pit every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.